Welcome to the Life as an Observer podcast. My name is Ryan Bean. I am your host in self-observation. This podcast is an exploration of physical and non-physical self through discussion around yoga, meditation, self-improvement, self-realization, and practices that elevate the mind-body-soul connection. Let's start observing. This episode of Life as an Observer is made possible by patron support. If you'd like to support this program, you can visit patron.podbean.com backslash life as an observer to learn more. Welcome to Life as an Observer. I'm excited to talk to you today about the six reasons why you should retreat. Now, I guess that could be looked at lots of different ways. The word retreat itself is an act of moving back or withdrawing. And sometimes we think of it as that, as running away from something or or not engaging. But the kind of retreat I'm going to talk about today um, is really described by, uh, in a quote by Krishnamurti. And it says, I think it is essential sometimes to go into retreat, to stop everything that you have been doing to stop your beliefs and experiences completely and look at them anew. Not keep on repeating like machines, whether you believe it or you don't. You would let fresh air into your mind. The kind of retreat I'm talking about is getting away to refresh and renew. Now, today we're going to go through like six different reasons why to retreat. And I first want to, before I go all the way into the, today's episode, um, thank those who are patrons of the of the page. Uh, really, I, 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 it's ineffable. I don't really have the words to describe how grateful I am for your support. This podcast has no ads, and we talk each week about different things. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we do meditation, sometimes we do breath work. And if you're just finding uh, life as an observer now, go back to some of the old episodes and you'll see kind of uh, the exploration that's happened. Uh, this particular podcast really came out of inspired action and uh, a reason for me to manifest something. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about my manifesting um, and where I'm at now. I'll just kind of give you guys an update. So many months ago, I talked about it on the podcast and I was doing a metaf- uh, manifestation method to bring something into my life and I was pairing it with breath work and and that particular thing I was bringing in was a van now the van market right now is quite difficult if you're to buy a camper van or a converted van just to find the one that's the right price that has the options that you need for the environment that you're going to be taking it to and uh, you know just there's lots of lots of options with mileage and um, features and so forth so I created this manifestation method that I kind of based around Nikola Tesla's uh, theory of the divine nine. And I talk about it a little bit in a past podcast, and I, and I can talk to you a little bit about it in some of the meditations that I do. But I started to pair this manifestation method in a way to find the right van. And not because I was searching for the van. I really wanted to drop into the feeling that was already there. So I started the, the, the statement that we'll say that I used was I love how it feels in the van, the freedom, the love, the opportunities, the success, and all this stuff that comes from what I was manifesting that I did not have yet. Well, 
that started back in September. And I did that particular method for over 30 days. I did it for 33 days. And that took us into October. And here we are just a few months later. Um, well, I'll even say, I'll kind of rewind to January when I finally found this van. It took me that long of really being in, in alignment with that vibration and believing that I could receive to then begin to get the van. So what does this have to do with the podcast? Well, if you go onto the Patreon page, you'll see that one of the things that I've been trying to do is get the podcast kind of on the road, Um, be in front of more people, talking to more people, rather than on Zoom or or just me on the microphone here, and just really kind of getting in front of people, Um, not only in an effort to to do the podcast, but some other things I'm doing with the Wim Hof method as an instructor, some things I'm doing with yoga as an instructor through psychedelic assisted therapy that I'm leading these uh, ceremonies. And all these different things have been happening um, without effort. Uh, they've just been sort of falling into my lap because I'm, I'm in that um, vibration of receiving. And I'll talk to you guys a little bit about that. I, I do want to talk about the retreats that I have coming up. And if you want to support the podcast, a really good way is through the patron page, but also just coming to the retreats. I mean, it's an amazing way to support what I'm putting together. And maybe you might learn about some of these things that I've created so that you can do it for yourself. Because I'm going to tell you, there's nothing special about my DNA that's making it possible for me to have these superpowers to manifest. I can teach this to anyone, and I want you to be able to come and experience it. So... Thank you to those who are supporting the podcast through the patron page. It starts at $2. Um, some people contribute $20. I get a few extra things. Some people have contributed $100 a month. Uh, all different options and um, still the same amount of gratitude from the smallest donations to the largest. So um, today we're going to talk about six reasons to retreat and what it's done for me and what it may uh, do for you. So First of all, let me kind of tell you a little bit about what I have upcoming, and then I'll get into those six reasons. Uh, We'll get through these things first. But um, I have many Wim Hof Method Fundamentals courses coming up, these workshops that are going to be happening. Now, right now they're in southern Utah. That's where I reside. That's where I'm going to be moving into this van. Oh, I guess I didn't really even finish the story, did I? So now I have the van, and this weekend I'm picking it up. So that's the finishing of the story. I have to go to Fargo, North Dakota. I'm driving back. So if you're anywhere between Fargo and Utah and you'd like to say, hey, send me a message. I may be passing by you um, through Wyoming and South Dakota and through Utah. And so I may be passing by and you're going to be hearing future episodes broadcast either from uh, yoga studios that I'm working at or from the back of the van. So look forward to that. You may hear Miss B in the background, uh, you know, huffing and puffing if she's winded or maybe a, an occasional bark. But so that's what we have coming up. Now, onto the retreats. Um, starting in March, uh, several of them. One is uh, Wim Hof Method Fundamentals, and that's happening March the 5th. So if you're in Southern Utah and you want to come join, um, I'll, I'll put the, the information in the show notes, and you can link to it and, and, and book it. Um, we also have a uh, ketamine-assisted therapy day retreat that I'm doing here in Southern Utah. And that's gonna be on March the 26th. So if you're interested in learning more about psychedelic assisted psychotherapy um, and kind of the use of ketamine for for that work, um, that is in uh, the 26th, which is a Saturday, just a day retreat. And I may have another, uh, a couple other introductions to the cold and breathwork sessions that are happening. I think I actually have one on, on March the 1st, but 
um, that's happening as a breathwork course. So I'm going to link all this stuff. You don't have to remember what I'm telling you here. But the main one that I wanted to talk about is in April. Now, I have a, a retreat that I'm doing, and we've talked about it as I had um, a couple guests on the show, Veronica Rose, and we had Anya Amador on the show um, last year. Well, I'm doing another retreat with them, and we're going to be doing that to uh, April the 21st through, let me see, it's the 25th. I had to get, to get the days right. April 21st through the 25th. And it's that's going to be at Homestead Ranch in southern Utah. And it is a art and meditation retreat. It includes things like sweat lodge and uh, breath work and cold immersion. Um, it includes art creation and uh, lots of other really fun things that are that are going to be happening. So um, pretty cool. Um, I also have another fundamentals, Wim Hof Method fundamentals happening in April. So it's really just a matter of looking at the show notes here or reaching out to me um, through the page, whatever podcast you're listening on, or at Ryan Bean Yoga on, uh, on Instagram or Facebook or whatnot. So you can reach me at all those places. Um, pretty cool. Um, opportunities, and I'm going to have many, many more. I'll put them in the show notes. So that's kind of where we're starting. Lots of retreats, lots of places for me to go. And if you're looking to have life as an observer near you in, in the near future, um, you just got to reach out to me because maybe I might be fairly close and could come up for a day retreat or have it for yoga or breath work or meditation, or we could do all kinds of things. So all things possible. And I'm not going to dump my entire schedule on you here, but um, let's talk about the reasons to retreat. Okay, so we said that it's an act of moving back or withdrawing, and that's sometimes how we look at it, but the way Krishnamurti said it is it's a way to kind of renew and to revitalize. And so I'm going to give you kind of six reasons why I think you should do a retreat more than a vacation. Vacations are great, but we know how that kind of turns out, right, where we spend most of the time worried about what the kids want and uh, what the family members want and what the agenda is pulling from us. And a retreat is a little different. So the first uh, area I'd like to say, the first point of the reasons to retreat, number one, it's a time to reflect, renew, and restore. Vacations, they have agendas. They have things to do. Now, your retreat has a structure usually, but it always has unstructured time, at least with me. So if you were to go to expansionretreats.com and you were looking at the Transcend Retreat, which we're doing April 21st, you would see there's a schedule. And the schedule is great. Uh, it has some things on it. But really, we're quite flexible because we really want you to come into the mountains of southern Utah, the high desert, and have more of that reflection, that renew, and that restore more than we really care if you participate in learning how to paint black and white, you know, acrylics. Those things are great and they're things to do, but there's so much more that you can gather from just giving yourself personal time. Time to reflect, renew, and restore. And many of you might be going, wow, I really need that. <laughs> I really need to reflect, renew, and restore. If I'm going to move on to be, if I'm going to be a, you know, productive at work, if I'm going to be um, happy at home. You need that space. You need that at least that time. And one weekend in an entire year is not that much. So point number two, it's away from your home. It's away from your routine. When you come to retreats, normally 
They are in scenic, beautiful locations. These places allow you to forget about all the hustle and bustle that's happening in your home and allows your nervous system a place to recharge and relax. It's hard to make decisions when we're feeling tight and tense and when we're feeling as though we're under a lot of pressure to make decisions. When you're able to kind of a, a get away from that in that serene location, nature knows what it's doing. We're going to get to nature here in a minute, but it allows you to relax. And we'll talk about relaxation later too. But point number three, it's a, a shift. Okay? It's a shift to a healthier and more conscious day-to-day -day life. Now, not all retreats are like this, but certainly the ones that I do and, and Transcend that we're doing in April, plant-based meals. We, we run kind of almost in a way ceremony around water, just kind of reminding you to drink good, healthy spring water, just stuff that's really full of minerals. And, you know, it, it, you just really, we don't do enough of that. We drink bubbly water or we drink all these, all these other things that are just really not that great for our system. If you listen to my interview with Dasi Paredes, um, the last one, the last podcast, you hear more about why water and why it's important. But we learn more about conscious ways to start our day with momentum at retreats. So maybe you're starting at a retreat with something you don't normally ever do, like breath work in the morning and an ice bath, or you start with yoga, or you start with just drinking healthy and having good meals that sustain you but don't fill you up to where you're like, you know, a, a big knot in your belly. So it's a way to shift to a healthier conscious you. So if that's what you're looking for this year, if you're saying, hey, I want to just eat healthier and I want to have better routines, a retreat might be for you. Point number four is the healing power of nature. Oh, this one I could talk about it in so many different ways, but the healing power of nature, being close to nature has shown that there is a reduction in the pr production of cortisol. That's what makes you stressed out. When you're around a tree and when you're out in nature, when you have your feet in the dirt, not only is there that grounding that happens, but you tend to relax as a whole, not just relaxing your hands or your feet, but you relax your aura, you relax your being where you're not producing as much stress chemicals within your body, but maybe producing things like melatonin and serotonin, happiness and relaxation just from being in the environment and doing nothing, just sitting there, not looking at your phone, not responding to emails, just listening to the water running into a beautiful spring-fed lake. Reduction in chemicals that cause stress. Now, point number five, I think we can see this. There are good and bad retreats. There's ones that you can go and learn a little something at, and that's where you have access to experts. Now, access to experts could be a range of topics, you know, from yoga to art to breath work, wellness experts, and even just like finding your tribe, people who have similar values and morals and who think like you or think the way that you're trying to evolve to, you know, trying to become more, more conscious, trying to become more spiritual. You tend to find your tribe at retreats. And that's kind of what we try to offer is a way to find your tribe, but have access to experts, have access to amazing artists 
and breath workers and people who have been doing this stuff for a long, long time. Right, one-on-one, uh, one-on-one almost mentoring as you're there while you're sitting eating these amazing meals in the morning and talking about, hey, how can I manifest better in my life? Hey, I'd like to be more into yoga, but where do I start? Can I get a routine over your, over your dinner? You can talk to me about that stuff or another expert that's in, in yoga. Access to experts is really, there's not a, a, a price tag you can put on it. It is, it is un, un, unpriceable because especially at expansion retreats, you may have three experts who are completely professional and know their field, and you'll have unfiltered access to. So and that's point number five, is just having access to experts. Now, number six, the ability to unplug and improve, that will improve your decision-making, to unplug, tuning into yourself and removing distractions. Now, the word unplug sometimes is a trigger to some people, so if it was to you, I'm sorry, but that's the truth, is we need to sometimes unplug, not just from our phones, our need to answer emails immediately. But it's more about tuning into ourself and our own knowledge and our own resources so that we can improve our own decision-making. So if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a a thought leader, if you're a boss of some sort, um, this may actually help you in your job to be a better boss, to be a better thought leader, to be a better entrepreneur, tapping into your own personal intuition. So yoga retreats, we'll call what uh, Transcend is, is kind of a yoga retreat. Yoga is the union, not necessarily about the movement, but the union of body, mind, and soul. And yoga retreats aid in a lot of things like respiratory problems and sometimes even anxiety and just the, the idea of you know getting up and going to work gives a lot of people anxiety. So being away from that, having zero agenda, and moving into this space. Um, there's other, a lot of other things that yoga retreats have showed, like helping people with high blood pressure and arthritis, uh, stomach issues, um, rheumatisms. There's all kinds of reasons. And this usually comes from a, from a couple of these qualities. I'm going to talk about uh, five qualities that kind of, uh, we'll say, manifest themselves out of retreats. Now, the first one's kind of obvious, right? We've talked about it. Relaxation. Uninterrupted when you get away. No one's going to stop you. No one's going to say, hey, you got to be here. Hey, I need you to do this. Uninterrupted relaxation. The ability to have no demands, no agenda, and disconnecting to feel absolute presence. Now, if those words right there resonated with you, check out our site, expansionretreats.com. This might be the one for you. To, to be able to disconnect, to feel absolute presence. Now, one of the other qualities that emerges is solitude. Being alone, not lonely. So there's a big difference. Being alone and being lonely are not the same. We can align our mind and body and our soul, but we have to realign them sometimes with this solitude away from things. To I think Ram Das, I remember one of his quotes, he said, the, the quieter we are, the more we can hear. And I want to hear more. I want to receive more. I want to feel more. But to do that, we have to kind of be in solitude, to be a little quieter. Clarity tends to emerge from retreats. Not to act on ideas and processes, but to receive 
to receive ideas and processes. And once we can receive these new ideas, uh, maybe it's a new invention, maybe it's a new process that you want to put into work, we offer opportunities to journal, write them down, and then when you go back into your normal life, you can act upon them. But just receiving them at a retreat, to feel the processes through as though they're already there is kind of a really neat manifesting technique. And just kind of moving into that clarity of, ah, I need a new step. So if you're someone who's saying, I'm in this place in my life, I don't know what I need to do next. I, I, I don't know where happiness is. I don't know if I should stay with my job, should I should stay with my relationship. I don't know. I'm looking for clarity. A retreat might be the best way to find that clarity. Not to act on it immediately. That's reacting. And, you know, this podcast is life as an observer. For us to sit back and receive ideas, then we can decide to act later. Now, the uh, fourth quality that tends to emerge is gratitude. Obviously, kind of, right? But there's no routine. Um, you're away from some of your amenities that, you know, we tend to, they tend to bog us down some of our amenities, right? Some of our, our stuff that's in our kitchen, our tools, our machines, our stuff in the yard, um, the toys that we have around the house, stuff. It tends to bog us down a little bit. But when we get away from those amenities and a little bit into discomfort, we'll just say discomfort is being away from being connected. Discomfort, not necessarily in the way of uncomfortable and going to sleep or, uncomfortable in the living environment because hopefully the retreat center you choose or the retreat you go to has very comfortable accommodations, great food, amazing views, fires at night, beautiful stars to see, you know, uh, unfiltered. I know here in Southern Utah, when we go into the retreat center, you can see the Milky Way. You can see, you know, a beautiful array of stars that I don't get to see anywhere else uh, closer to the city. And it's really, really nice. And I just tend to go into gratitude almost in a way of Hey, I know I'm really small, but I know I'm really, really connected. And that feels really, really good. And then the final quality that sort of emerges is perspective. So when everything is stripped away and we're able to see what things are vital in our life, like our basic needs, um, our friends and our relationships, our family, the things that we find that are vital for us, we put those in perspective and prioritize them. Whereas... And a lot of our lives, we're juggling everything because we don't want to drop any balls, right? We want to be great at work. We want to be great at home. We want to be a good friend, a good daughter or son. We want to be a great mother or father. And we want to do all these things, juggle, juggle, juggle. But it doesn't leave an extra hand for us to juggle our own mental health, to juggle our own physical well-being, to juggle our own manifesting, to juggle our own self-love, our own healing. And we're juggling all these things for other people and for other needs. A retreat brings into perspective what's most important. And it's hard to serve others if you haven't served yourself first. I think we've heard this many times, right? Where we need to serve ourselves first. And so lots of opportunities for you to get into retreats this year. Um, it's a priority for me to do that. I just got back from Poland doing a retreat. Um, I have another one this summer that I'm doing for me. These are not all working retreats. These are me going in for me to renew and heal and to work on myself. Remember what Krishnamurti said at the beginning of our podcast here. He said that I think it's essential sometimes to go into retreat to stop everything that you've been doing, to stop your beliefs and experiences completely and look at them. Not keep on repeating like machines, whether you believe it or not. 
letting in that fresh air into your mind. What does that feel like when you open a window and fresh air comes in? It feels like a, ah, something new. I'm able to bring something new into my life. And that's what I want to see for you, my listeners, is to bring something new into your life that you invested in yourself. Now, I'll tell you, I hear this a lot about retreats. I would go, but I got to work. I have to work. I have to uh, make money. I don't have that money to go into that. And I hear you, but I also I also don't hear you. <laughs> the reason why I say that is the way the universe works, and if you want to have abundance come into your life, success, love, all these different things that we want to manifest, you can ask and it is given, but then it's about getting into your alignment to receive it. And you got to put in the work. So when you go into an act of faith saying, I know this isn't going to be great. Uh, it might actually be kind of hard, but I believe that it'll be worth it. And that's the shift. Uh, one of the going to, to some of my training um, over this past year has been very, very expensive and trying to manifest a van, which is very, very expensive and to bring all this stuff into place. But when I gave in and said, I'm just going to do it and I'm not going to think about the money. I'm just going to do it knowing that I am worthy and knowing that I can. And then all of a sudden new opportunities started to show up opportunities to take private clients into nature, you know, opportunities to, um, teach at new places, um, opportunities for new retreats. All these things started to happen for me because I was past the point of asking and receiving. It was already on its way to me, and it was me moving into alignment to receive. So if you're wondering, how can I possibly do this? I would love to go on a retreat. Most of us would. The relaxation, the solitude, the clarity, the gratitude, the perspective. We all want to, but we say, well... Uh, you know, I need somebody to be home with my kids or I can't take time off work. I'm not here to tell you what is your priorities or how you should align with the, with the things that you have going on in your life. But I will tell you when you have an active faith and you actively let go of expectation and when you say, I believe and I'm going to do this for me, that act of self-love pays itself to you tenfold on the other end it the universe is just waiting for you to make that that act is waiting for you to say i believe because otherwise you're sending the opposite message to the universe so there's ask it's given and then you have to find your alignment right but when you say i would go but i can't because of this i would want to go to this place where i can manifest abundance but i don't have enough money so what you're saying is, I don't have enough money. And you're telling the universe, the second thing that you're saying is, I don't have enough money. And that's what you continue to receive. When you say, I can't wait to, to go to this retreat, it's gonna feel so good. It's gonna be amazing to meet all these experts in their field and have this relaxation and to be in this solitude. I can't wait to be away from home and eat all these amazing meals and to be close to nature. I'm going to be unplugged and I'm going to have all this clarity in these downloads. It is going to be amazing. I'm waiting for the, the answer from the universe and it's coming and I can't wait. And I'm already stepping into this gratitude of how good it's going to feel. As I move back and withdraw, the retreat pushes me forward. Now, for many of you, that might be a hard statement to make. 
but that is the decision you have to make. Now, many retreats have payment plans and they have options for, you know, being there a day or two. Um, many retreats have options for um, some trade and some other things like that. There's a lot of different ways. If you want to be a part of retreats, you have to take that act of faith and reach out. So if you're interested in attending any of the stuff that I'm doing this year, um, whether it be through the Transcend Retreat, April 21st in Utah, um, you can go to our page, trans, uh, expansionretreats.com. I'll link it. And you can reach out to us saying, hey, I'm interested. Um, can you do a payment plan? Great. Um, there's also some options with what I'm doing with um, cold immersion, breath work, um, psychedelic assisted therapy, and some other retreats that are going to be coming up all of which have options for you to expand. Friends, I hope you find what you're looking for this year in retreating rather than vacationing so that you can move into your higher self. Um, and if you have any questions, you can reach out to me directly, Ryan Bean Yoga on Instagram and Facebook. Or, um, you know, I, I do a lot of stuff on Insight Timer through meditations and whatnot. And you can join there. I do one-on-one -on -one sessions on Insight Timer. So if you're saying, hey, I can't go to a full retreat, but I'd like to do one-on-one -on -one sessions with you to work some of these techniques that you're talking about that I would miss out on at the retreat, um, I do one-on-one -on -one sessions and you can reach out to me uh, for one-on-one -on -one, uh, mentoring also. So friends, thank you for joining today. I hope this was informative and I hope to see you in a retreat really, really soon.